0: Good May 7th to you today, welcome to Never Stop Learning, with me, Wes. Oh, I'm going to put in uh, the little intro right here. Here, here's the intro.
1: Never Never Stop stop Learning, learning. The the podcast, with Wes.
0: Perfect. What's up guys? Today I have a few things that uh, I wanna talk about. One of them uh, is keystone habits. Let me know if you guys have heard or if you have any of your own or you have keystone habits that you wanna build. Keystone habits are basically like, um, so you know what a keystone is, right? So you know like in the old architecture, they'd have like the arch, that wouldn't that would be like a super smooth, like fluid, like circular arch. And like when they're building it, I think this is how it is, especially in like churches, I think, that there's like the centerpiece that like once you slide that centerpiece in, both sides of the arch are relying on that centerpiece, which is kind of like almost like dis- helping to distribute the weight of each side to support each other right like i don't know if that's actually how it works but anyway um i was listening to mind under matter podcast with ramin nazer and shane moss uh they just started it a few weeks ago so it's really cool to be listening to another podcast that has like we're just getting started energy seriously I, i i've been finding so many aspects of life that are like right in parallel with the energy that I'm that I'm currently trying to tap into Um, make make positive change put forth sustainable um, regular effort especially because I know that I can have more fun in a day if I like stretch my body out report my record my podcast in the morning and then like then can do what I want instead of lounging around and 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 falling into the illusion and 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 the trappings of comfort all the different types of comfort that we can go seek and you know grab for ourselves whether through our phones and through food through binging shows through whatever makes us feel good through drugs like and You know, it's like, we got to eat. Like, we're going to drink our coffee in the morning. Like, I'm going to smoke my weed. But, like, when those things become, and I've gotten really off topic of Keystone Habits, we'll get back to it. (coughs) But, excuse me. When those things become, like, I don't know, like the naughty, intoxicating thing, the thing where you're, like, You know, like having a box of Cheez-Its as a snack, you know, having it when you watch TV every now and then, right? Versus like opening up the box of Cheez-Its, eating like a third of the box and being like, no, I must stop. And then you go put it away and then you're like, oh, but I want more. And then you like find the next show that you want to watch and then it's like even more snackable. So then you go grab it and then there gets to be a point when you're like eating past the halfway point and you're just like i'm gonna finish it because you don't even want to have to look at and you don't want to leave yourself only a tiny bit left Uh, man oh my gosh maybe that's just me but i go through that stuff so much so here we go i have a lot to talk about i don't want to take too long see here's the practice on the podcast of me becoming more succinct in what i'm trying to talk about but i'm also not trying to like censor myself you know what i'm saying this is what we're here to do we're here to flow okay thank you for flowing with me um keystone habits. So I heard Shane Moss talking about the example, like a very simple example of a keystone habit would be like committing to you know drinking w- whatever 2 or 3 liters of water every day. And so he's like why are you trying to do this? Well, because you know that that's like good for your body. He's like, but the downstream effects of building a keystone habit can be unforeseen and potentially, depending on you know, like what the habit is and what you actually want. So, just with this water example, he's talking about how you know building that habit habit once that's built, once you've included this thing in your life, <coughs> all of a sudden. You might realize you've you've stopped drinking almost all you've stopped drinking soda almost completely, and you had been drinking a lot more soda and sugary drinks because you weren't filling your body with water, and so you were, your mind was going to the thing that tasted good before you had this habit of of consciously hydrating your body. Another one would be like drinking your glasses of water before the meal or after the meal help you know filling up your stomach a little bit more with water perhaps you're you're not reaching for that extra plate of food at the end of the night perhaps you have a glass of water or a glass of tea at the after dinner you're no longer reaching for the box of oreos now this isn't even like who cares he's just saying like not that it has to be about losing weight or being healthy that's just like this very specific example where it's like I'm not necessarily going to be aware of what all the benefits of a habit could be, and so by building that keystone habit, it can become like a fulcrum around which other new good habits that are even tangentially related start to come into your life as well. Um, so maybe that's a that's just a very specific example, but oh, here we go. and yeah I wrote small habits that can lead to positive downstream effects you know like maybe I don't want to I don't want to run right it's like really hard but I know it's really good I like it when I have been running but I've never really gotten myself back in shape enough to for it to feel good right so I think and I'm just brainstorming here like telling myself let me go walk 2 miles each morning and that can be maybe when i like maybe that's when i listen to my podcast back and like write the little description then i just say 2 miles i can look on my fitbit say 2 miles and like by giving my body small time walkable miles bro i'm training myself that's cardio boy like we forget how much walking is better than sitting on a couch you know what i'm saying no, I'm saying. All right. <clears throat> uh, so here's another one, and this is what uh, they kind of got on the, the topic. Not that I'm just trying to repeat back to you this podcast. Um, But I've thought about... You guys have heard of gratitude journaling, right? Gratitude journaling as building a habit of say what you know every morning or every night giving you you saying i'm going to write a page or 10 things or 20 things that i'm grateful for and just get them down um and that building the habit of gratitude journaling which is just to say however many weeks or months of doing that and just having it be a thing maybe it gets easier maybe sometimes it gets harder Maybe you're starting to be grateful for all the same things, and maybe that becomes habitual. Maybe then new things start to stand out to you more. And basically what like what ends up happening if that's like if you're just doing this on a regular, regular basis, building it as a habit, part of its benefit is that you are giving your mind a subconscious task throughout your days. To be looking for things to be grateful for because you know and your mind and your body knows that you have that you're gonna have to come up with some at the end of the night or or in when you wake up. And I hadn't really thought of that before. You know, I've thought about okay, it'd be good it's good to go through the process of sitting down saying, hmm, yeah, like reflecting on my day, thinking about you know what I did, what I'm grateful for it helping me find parts of my day that maybe without doing that i wouldn't remember you know little things oh i remember when jesse held the door for me and then i said thank you and then we chatted all the way to the to my desk like some shit like that that you would never think about all of a sudden i'm like yeah i'm grateful for that that was a good connection or something whatever um and so like as a reflective exercise but I do really think that giving your your mind these subconscious tasks through repetition like the whole thing I've heard it with like dr. Joe Dispenza and a lot of like manifest your life type people where they're basically saying what you're doing is creating the feeling and the energy that you imagine you will feel like when you've achieved your dreams, right? And that by focusing on that energy and that feeling, not worrying about i don't have enough money right now. How am i going to do it? Wow, that seems so far away. There's right how, how many times can we throw out all of these qualifiers? Um basically saying like i can't get it yet. I can't get it yet. I'm too far away which is like true, dude, we're far away from our dreams. Some of us, some of us are so much closer than we could ever imagine. But it's hard for us to fathom three years of like betting on yourself and taking the leap into something new and unknown. How, you know, because I think it seems like in our current state, in in the way that life is, if, if we find ourselves unhappy or stagnant, it's hard to imagine a sustained amount of time being completely outside of of our current framework like that's what's been so powerful about me being on this trip is that it's just been this sustained amount of time where i am adapting to these many different environments that i've literally never been in before um and so I think like, what, what are the, what are the other things that I want to try and look for besides gratitude? What might, could I focus on love? Could I focus on moments of connection? Like, would these actually be helpful? If I wrote down 10 moments of connection where I'd be like, I I did, I had a little tiny two sentence, like chuckle with the hotel desk person. (laughs) That's a moment of connection, bro. Ain't, ain't. It, not everybody has chuckle moments bro i'm a, I love chuckle moments. I'm a chuckle daddy out here. you know what I'm saying so yeah <sighs> cool um, and I think I'll end on this this really cool, really cool idea, which I don't remember exactly, but basically it was like uh the keyhole principle or the keyhole theory, okay, so basically it's like imagining you. And you're looking through the keyhole into the apartment of like, you know, your ex or something or something crazy. Right. Like, why would you be? And so you're like, there's like this form, this type of awareness that happens in that moment where you can be looking through a keyhole into this room, like, you know, invading the privacy of a door. And you can see the whole room or most of the room through the keyhole, it can give you this big thing. So you can like clearly feel like you are aware of what's inside the room. And then at the same time, what can happen inside your mind is while you are aware of that room that's in front of you, you can also almost pop yourself up out of your body to to become aware of like what you look like crouching down looking through a keyhole if somebody were to like walk into the hallway behind you so you can be having this exact awareness of both of these environments seemingly from two different perspectives at the exact same time and i just think that's a very interesting example of of that because it's like so vivid and you can understand how that's like so shockingly visually odd and like bad or you know like creepy right and like how we hold both of these perceptions of our actions in ourselves at the same time the times when I've been like going to buy weed, having just deleted my dealer's number five hours before cause I said, I'm not smoking anymore. And then I hit them up on Snapchat and then here we are. And I'm like doing it, making the choice, but also like mad at myself. I called myself an addict for years internally. And it was because of those moments. It was because I was just looking through the keyhole all the time. Trying to be like, yeah, I know it looks weird, but I want to see. I don't give a fuck. Like, I know I'm spending my last 60 bucks on a on an eighth right now, but I don't care. I'm, I want to get high. You know? So, giving ourselves that keyhole zoom out, when we we find ourselves enacting habits that we're like, oh dang that is a habit because we got them we got habits that we didn't plan and then we got habits that we kind of planned but like we don't really like it but like we do you know it's tough, she's a wily minx our habits, our tendencies, the stories that come along with why we should be able to do what we want to fucking do bitch and we can but i'm becoming more and more aware of what i actually want and not what my ego wants not not my part of me that just wants to sink into the cushions and nap and eat sugar and be entertained and be pleasured like I want that man and so like I have that a lot (laughs) like I don't need it as much as I once thought I did because I used to be living a life that I wasn't happy with I used to be living a life I wanted to escape hello right and now we on repeat but this is just that needs to be repeated welcome to May 7th day seven full week of this daily pod and we out here the writing yeah yeah and I'm also broke as hell doing my thing but like I don't even need to frame it like that I know what I need to pay for I know that I want to have more money on reserve I'm out here to try to save I'm not trying to be financially irresponsible but sometimes I just give myself a little bit too much comfort and that's okay we need we need to give ourselves time. We need to, we need to go easy. I Need to give myself what I need. I don't need to be so hard on myself. I don't always have to be improving every single day. I don't have to follow through on some random. I want to make eight hundred dollars this week. It's like I could. I literally could. But I, it's like, bruh. I just. You know. So. I hope you can be out here doing the same. Um, and I'll end with this. It's gonna be my new fucking motto out here I can't explain what I'm doing because it hasn't been done before much love never stop learning bye
1: Life is like a roller coaster, it has its many ups and downs, and we're taught to just hold on tight, you never know when I won't be around. think my heart is ready yes I think it's finally time yes I know what I'm feeling now I feel at home in myself and in my Beauty it astounds us as we find place where we belong yes the beauty in belonging it is freeing yes the beauty of us it's what we breathe. So why has it not been the lesson I'm familiar with? Why has it not been right in my face? I really hope for an opportunity to show you what I've learned and what I've seen and what I've tasted. When you open up yourself To understand the things that you once thought Were true are not inherently so They are simply stories we are told The freedom comes from recognition A freedom in simplicity The honest truth, it can be jarring, can be horrible But we know that it's what we must do I'm not saying that we tear it all down now I'm just saying that we don't need to worship every single word of what was written in the past and what we can see has passed it's time it's time for us to realign ourselves with the divine I'm not talking about these churches I'm not talking about the things that are scattered through our memories No, I'm talking about the thing that we only know, we only feel deep inside our bones Connection to the earth, it is our home Show me a place where we all can smile Show me a reason we do not want to run away Show me you, all, show you me too And we can be who we're meant to be, we can be free Thank you.